Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome, folks. Welcome to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. It's uh, always a pleasure and a joy to connect with all of you, uh, wherever you're listening in around the world, whatever time zone. As for this, we are literally in the midst of a uh, sort of unprecedented, unique moment in human history uh, as Vault actually is, is faced with, uh, I'll say in quotation marks, a pandemic. We are dealing with COVID-19 coronavirus that is most of us in quarantine, in lockdown, so to speak. I mean, in person, I really feel that we're going through a really profound shift at the time in human history. The universe has sort of given us the opportunity to retreat for a moment to go into us to reflect to meditate to reevaluate ourselves and our lives and i know many of you depending on when you're listening to this uh, interview uh it's not easy for a lot of a lot of you are going some very challenging times whether it's internally you know being with oneself uh, often brings up a lot of stuff uh, also financially, career-wise, work-wise, job-wise, health-wise, taking care of your families. I mean, there are a lot of things that uh, I think uh, the world is facing, we are facing as community countries, as individuals. And so I'm really excited about today's cast. I'm thinking about, you know, through the Soul Talk, how I could add as much value. And I was thinking about who could I bring on that could uh, I really trust and respect that could really speak to some of these times we're going through to help you navigate these times. And, you know, my intention is that this time through this, I I choose to call it self-retreat time. We get to go inside, connect more deeply and ultimately come out stronger. And we use this time for uh, our soul's evolution. And so there's no one excited to bring on other than my dear. She's one of the most influential teachers of our time to me. She's a legend. I was reading her books when I was an 11, 12-year-old kid. She's a best-selling author, TV personality, inspirational, motivational, spiritual teacher. She's a legend in the field. Uh, I've had her on my uh, Secret to Success Summit. I've had her on, she was one of my very first guests on Soul Talk, author of 16, if not maybe more, by the time of this interview, best-selling books, selling over 10 tens of copies around the world. New York Times best-selling books, Real Moments, Are You the One for Me, Secrets About Men, Every Woman Should Know, Chicken Soup for the Couple Soul, How Did I Get Here, on and on and on. She's been on CNN, Oprah, The Today Show. Folks, you know the deal. Let's welcome my dear friend, big sister, soul sister, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Barbara DeAngelis. Welcome, Barbara. Mm, I like being called big sister <laughs> by by you, my dear Kud. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have a chance to um, bring my love and 
my light yes. and yes. Um, my own process to all of your wonderful, wonderful followers yes. and students. And also any t- time you and I get to bring our energies together, I always know there's a special alchemy that happens. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so great to have you on. And you popped up in my meditation and I thought no one better than, than you and mm. to, to mm-hmm. these, look, you know, we've, We've done interviews before, and so I'm not going to you know, ask about your background and history, folks. If you want to know, I mean, if you don't know about Dr. Barbara DeAngelis, you've been kind of living under a rock. And if you don't, listen to the first interview I did on Soul Talk, where we delved into a lot of Barbara's background and how she kind of evolved and became who she is. But I want to really, Barbara, dive in to these times that we're facing. <clears throat> and I have yeah. some, some questions because I think a lot of are dealing with a lot right now and so you know what is going on from your perspective mm-hmm. right like <laughs> this thing just seemed to suddenly come out of nowhere mm-hmm. everyone was so excited 2020 right 2020 the best I year know. and then boom like out of the blue suddenly how quickly things can shift you know, quarantine, lockdown, isolation, people losing their jobs. I mean, the world for a lot of people see on one level. And so provide some perspective to your viewpoint in terms of maybe spiritually, what is happening right for us, mm. you know, individually, spiritually, collectively, what is this, what is this process that we're in? For a lot of people, I've heard people saying it seems like a twilight zone and I think many of us many folks are stuck in a kind of denial or shock or folks getting depressed mm-hmm. and so give us a little perspective of what's going on is, 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 is I'm gonna let you speak what's what what's the deal mm. well I'm so happy you're asking and I'm so happy you have the chance to share it with you I have a whole community of my own of students and I've been um, talking to them about this for the last five weeks. And in fact, um, I want to start by just letting everyone know that um, at, at, we can announce at the end, but I um, did a really powerful presentation called From Denial to Panic and Everything in Between, um, Your Relationship with Fear in These Times. And it was, I did this at the very beginning before it really became huge in the U.S. because I could, I knew it was about to happen. And I would love to offer that to everybody just as a gift. And, um, awesome. you know, you, awesome. you can just go to, you know, sign up com to sign up there. But it's, a, and there's a few things I just want to pass on because, mm. you know, there's two things I think for us to ask ourselves, you know, the why is this happening? And, you know, why is this happening to me? Um, when most people ask that question, it's not a question, it's a complaint. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why is this happening to me? Why is this going on? Why is I get sick now? Why yes. didn't that seminar work? Why did my boyfriend leave? You know, that, those aren't really questions. Those are um, complaints to God or spirit. But mm. it's important to ask it as a question. You know, why is this happening? Um, and that's not, that's a big question. And I'll talk about that for a minute, but more importantly is what am I supposed to be doing with this? So I believe, um, and I didn't expect it. Um, I've been a light bringer since I was a child, um, as you have been. And 
I have been seeing the transformation of the planet and more people becoming conscious and opening up and taking better care of themselves and et cetera, et cetera. There was this big movement toward awareness and awakening. Um, not everywhere, of course, but you could see it from the last three decades, four decades. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, three years ago, um, with the election in the United States, mm-hmm. um, everything took this very strange turn into divisiveness as opposed to unity, um, you know, lack of harmony and prejudice and, you know, rather than acceptance. And there seemed to be this, not even backwards, this tipping over to be blunt into darkness, things Mm. happening, you know, all over the planet, people coming into power, um, you know, cruel things, et cetera. And, I really was just in so much grief. And I have to be honest and tell you that I have been for three years um, Mm. saying um, this is so bad. And I hope that speaking for the U S now that this person doesn't get us all killed because Mm. there's just, I never had imagined seeing to be blunt um, with all respect to anyone's political beliefs, but this is beyond politics. This is about, you know, righteousness. I never imagined I would see the things I'd been seeing or things would be going on. So to me, you know, with my spiritual background, when you see kind of the, the rise of contracted energy, dark energy, hateful energy, it means that, you know, something's kind of been unleashed. And when mm-hmm. things like that are unleashed, they resonate with darkness in people and you can see you know people coming out of the woodwork and people you know prejudice coming out of the woodwork and it was really frightening but you know even more i've been telling everybody you know this is the time to rise up this is the time to clear those things inside of you etc cetera, etc cetera. but when i look at the planet and i really go into my highest spiritual truth and my messages to me um this is a cosmic smackdown. Mm. It, it is, there is nothing, and you said it at the beginning in your beautiful introduction, there is nothing in the history of the world, and this is really why this is so just impossible for people to process. There is nothing um, in the history of the world that has ever happened like this to the whole planet because we were not mm. connected because of technology. So the whole world is in, you know, it's been sent to their room. You know, the whole world is forced into some kind of excruciating seminar they don't remember signing up for and Mm -hmm. um, with dire consequences. And Mm -hmm. I did not expect in my lifetime that there would be some kind of massive cosmic spiritual you know, thing that you would read about, you know, in the ancient Indian text, you know, and you read about the cosmic mm-hmm. wars or the gods coming down. Uh, so or the plagues, you know, et cetera. So that itself is so mind blowing and, mm-hmm. and overwhelming. And it's nothing less than that. So the why, you know, to me, it's, it's a huge, not opportunity, insistence that on massive recalibration, um, it's the purging of, in a sense, the virus of hatred, the virus of tyranny, the virus of, um, you know, 
prejudice and divisiveness and, you know, all kinds of things, unconsciousness, ignorance, ego. Unfortunately, it, it's, it's not just hitting those people. You yes. know, it, it's, it's, it's just hitting everybody. All of us are suffering in some way, whether it's physically, whether it's financially, or because we're just, our heart is breaking for the world or people we love. So it's, it's, it's massive. It doesn't even describe it. There's no word to describe it. It has never happened before. And it's very hard to get the intellect wrapped around that. Mm. It's what I call an impossible time. And in this time like this, each of us, you know, is being called, especially all of you listening, especially all of you who, you know, have been following Coot and getting inspired by him, especially all of you who are awakening in this lifetime, especially all of you who are what I've been calling for years, the cosmic advance team, mm. um, meaning here to help people wake up. We are absolutely all being called now to use this to see what is it that I'm supposed to be purifying, healing, facing, how am I supposed to be giving, how, what, what, what am I supposed to be seeing about how I deal with this? It is crucial that we recalibrate ourselves. And I know all of you have been recalibrating yourselves. We need to do it even more. And that's contributing to the vibrational thing. But that also means, and I talked to you about this, I think, the last time we spoke, about balancing out our humanity and our divinity. Mm. And because there's, there's the, you know, the, for people who are into, you know, manifestation and positive thinking and, you know, the secret and what you think becomes, they're having a really hard time right now <laughs> because, um, you know, mm. how do you hold, how do you hold this mm. in some positive way and still navigate through it? And, and this is to me what I've been offering and so I've been writing about, I wrote about it in my book, The Choice for Love, which I have had so many people write me. It came out, I think two or three years ago, but it is for right this moment. I didn't even realize when I was writing it. Mm. Um, and it, you know, it, you know, how to dig for gold in the mud, how to deal with impossible times. But I want to read you something that I put out on Facebook and I wrote because it has to do, and this is for all of you, with having compassion for mm. your fear, mm. having love for your vulnerability, and knowing that what is going to make you strong now is not trying to be strong, not trying to be in control. We all like, we, we all live to be in control. The ego loves to be in control. A lot of us think that's mastery. I've talked for years about that. That's management. Um, trying to be in control, of course, is a delusion because we never know from moment to moment what's going to happen. So we have to learn how to be flowing and tune in and all of that. But right now, everybody, everybody feels out of control. Everybody who's even feeling it's not just you guys. It's not that, you know, me and Coot write books and teach, so we're not feeling mm -hmm. out of control. There is no control about anything in any moment. We can do the best we can, but none of us can plan. None of us know what's going to be happening. 
So mm-hmm. there's this massive spiritual, you can imagine signing up for some massive yes. spiritual course, the mm-hmm. ultimate spiritual course, feel out of control, be disconnected, be alone. You know, no, no one would pay for that. You know, no one would sign <laughs> up for it. It's some kind of intense rope course, you know, it's but intensive. the truth is that's what's happened. Mm-hmm. So I want to read you this that I wrote, and I want to read you this from my deepest heart. And it says, in these challenging, frightening, and heartbreaking times, your strength will not be found in attempting to appear fearless, unflinching, and in control. True strength is having the courage and the humility and the open-heartedness to face and deal with the truth. Being strong means being real. Not pretending that the real isn't happening or that the real isn't frightening you. That's not strength. That's arrogance and ignorance and denial. Know then that your vulnerability now is making you strong. Know that your tears now are making you strong. Know that your fear now itself is making you strong. It's making you vigilant. It's making you respectful of the real. It's what will protect you and those you love and the people you don't even know and help save our beautiful, wounded, weeping world. Mm. I cry when I, this came through me. Mm. And this is one of, something I want to offer everybody, you know, to fully embrace the real of everything you're feeling. Mm. Everything. Because it is, and I know you have your thoughts on this too. It's by not facing the real that we got into this situation in the first yes. place. Right? Yes. yes. By yes. ignoring it. It's by, you know, arrogance. It's by, mm-hmm. you know, on the behalf of people who knew more what was happening. Um, mm-hmm. It's by people not telling us what was happening, where it started. It, it's by not being in the real mm-hmm. that this is happening. And it's by not being in the real that all kinds of things, you know, suffering has been able to be yes. on the planet and people have been persecuted. The not being in the real that we're a we. So mm-hmm. everything wrong about this world in this time we've incarnated in. Mm. Everything wrong has created this, but you can also see everything right. People are being forced into it. They're connected with other countries. They're reaching out. It's the great equalizer. So it's such a, I'm telling you, you know, if, if I have this fantasy of, and I'm not saying that I channeled this, but of the, the powers that be, the beings, you know, that supervise the universe, just shaking their heads, looking down, trying this, trying that, trying fire, <laughs> trying this, and going, you know what? Um, this, uh, this, is, this is it. We, out of love, we need mm. to do this. And everyone needs to be forced to be alone, and everyone needs to be forced to appreciate every morsel of food they have because they may not know where to get it. And everyone mm. needs to be able to reach out and help each other, and people need to be able to offer. And maybe when this is over, it will create the great shift. Mm. That's, that's the highest thing that I'm holding. Mm, I love that. And I'll, you I'll know, let you, I'll let yeah, you talk. I, I could just talk for an hour. You know, but I, you know, I, so I, many, so, I have so many uh, offshoot questions, uh, but you, you're making me really reflect on something I said the other day, that sometimes for our personalities and our egos, which obviously it's, it's terrifying because we're going through a death and a surrender process and a letting go. But I really uh, feel almost like our souls rejoicing and there is something 
so profound happening on that level at the same time, you know? And so I love, love what you're saying and talking about how your strength will not be found in just holding it together, but having the humility to face what is real, which takes true courage. And so can you just speak to Barbara, the, Okay, talking about being vulnerable and feeling our feelings, which I'm, I'm a full believer in. And for some people who, who are going through these times that might feel like, whoa, Barbara, but what I'm feeling is so freaking tense right now. I, I, I have to stay strong because I've got, I have to take care of my wife and my seven kids and my children and their children and my you know grandkids and grandparents. And, and I, I can't just feel all these feelings i can't be you know vulnerable in the way you're saying i i have to keep it together to just survive and make it through this time and now you're telling me just to be vulnerable like wait a second you know and and so where is the difference between you know the feeling and 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 allowing the vulnerability versus let's say collapsing or you know even indulging in in those the, the, the fear right speak to that for us but see that's and this is such a great question and this brings up one of the basic emotional misunderstandings that you know people have and one of the big um, deficiencies you know for billions of people on the planet all the time the thought that by feeling we're going to be weaker not functional collapsing as you said this is, by the way, a very old male model. Um, it, it, my book, in my, one of my second books, Secrets About Men, I wrote about the fact that it is true that thousands and thousands of years ago, not even thousands, centuries ago, um, for a man, because they were the ones who could hunt and protect the community and kill the enemy and kill the bear and bring home the food. Um, the idea of being vulnerable and feeling their feelings was death. It meant that their, their family would not survive. It meant that somebody would kill them unless they spotted them. And, you know, this was a different time. So men are genetically predisposed to feeling it's dangerous for me to feel my feelings. It's a very old thing if you think about it literally dangerous. Women were the ones who had to have children and had children. And so they had to be feeling everything or else they would not be able to care for their children and protect them, et cetera, et cetera. So it started out that way, you know, a long time in prehistoric times. But the truth is um, we collapse when we don't feel um, we collapse emotionally, we collapse psychically, we collapse physiologically. It's why men have more heart attacks than women because they haven't been given permission for that. And the thing that's amazing to, to really think about is, you know, what you're talking about, the either or, I either have to be strong and not feel, or I'm going to be a basket case and be carried off. But the truth is, whether it's dealing with now, whether it's dealing with every day of your life, whether it's dealing with a relationship or a marriage or whatever, not feeling is poison. Not feeling is a virus. Not feeling is what makes our leaders do horrible things to people and not care if they rip children away from their parents in cages, right? right? Not right. feeling, not feeling is how people think of themselves and not others and do very bad things mm. to whole races of people. Mm. So it's not feeling that is one of the diseases on the planet. Mm. And 
you know, I feel everything, but we're not talking about you're lying in bed weeping for the world every second. It means you feel because feeling makes you more conscious, compassionate, wise. You will make better choices from a higher place. So mm. it's essential for anybody who's going, this is hard because I'm used to running around. I'm used to distracting myself from feeling. I'm used to trying to control and manage everything. And right now, um, particularly for anybody who, you, who knows that you have been good at trying to control things and manage and take care of everything and um, have a hard time being alone, have a hard time um, you know, going deep, it's going to be impossible now because what's happened is primal fears, primal fears um, have been stimulated. Fear of loss, fear of the unknown, fear of abandonment, fear of not being safe. Do these sound familiar? These are primal. Mm -hmm. These are the things now that are triggered by what's happening. It's like somebody's doing a bizarre experiment, you know, mm -hmm. in our brain and putting an electrode in every place that we get triggered in little ways about this, but this is like mm -hmm. the core of it, the core of it. Not only that, and I want to just say this so you can all have some compassion for yourselves. And I've been talking about this every day to my students. The, the vibrational energy on the planet right now, the, the climate energetically um, that is there, because we all feel things, whether we're conscious or not, is, is so off the charts, intense. It has never been this way. Um, maybe in certain countries in World War II, maybe for a week after 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody is in terror and yes. fear and survival issues. So I want you all to know that mm -hmm. you are going to be feeling all kinds of things. If you're agitated, if you're irritable, if you're having a hard time standing still, if you're being more short with people, if um, you're feeling more, you know, you're tense, you're picking on people, you're not thinking clearly, you feel like you're more drawn to addictions. You know, you're thinking, well, maybe I should start drinking again or, you know, I want to shut off. This is all because of what's happening. It's uh, fear manifests in many different ways. For some people, it's anger. For some people, it's irritability. For some people, it's we shut off. It's so important to be aware of that. Have compassion for yourself. Compassion for yourself now and for everybody else is so important. And to give yourself permission to what I call, you know, mourning Mm. Um, the life that we we thought we had that's not happening. Yes. Yes. You need to give yourself permission to grieve, whether mm. you know it or not. You are mm. grieving. You're mm. grieving for what you thought, like you said, 2020 was going to be. You're grieving for not being able to be there for people. You're grieving because you can't plan. You're grieving for your children because you're afraid of what world they're going to be in. You're grieving for people you don't know. We're grieving. If we're conscious, we're grieving and we need to grieve because what grief does is it opens the heart. It melts the ice around our, our love. It makes us more compassionate, conscious human beings. And we, we have to let ourselves grieve. I cry every day, not all the time. I, I, I see something on TV. I see an interview. I cry for someone. I see on Facebook some mm. beautiful 
sing, you know, you know, a great singer, Paul Simon or somebody like that, you know, in his basement playing a song that I've heard a million times and the look on that person's face because we are all equalized and I cry. I would cry for the planet that we got to this place. But what that does, it makes me more loving. It makes me more yes. open. Yes. Some of you need to just have some tears and know they're only going to make you stronger. Mm. You know, Barbara, can you just, I think what you're saying is so, so important. And in terms of, let's say, and this might seem like a basic question, but I think it would help a lot of people to understand, like, how do I, let's say I'm feeling fear or I'm feeling panic, yes, or I'm feeling anxiety and, and I'm feeling all these emotions, like, what is the how? The, the, the how in terms of, because someone might be, be hearing this and going, okay, feel it, but how do I feel it, Barbara? It's, I don't know the, for lack of a better word, mechanics no, or the process, I understand your, well, right? So, so I understand what you're saying. Guys, well, people first through, of all, through, through that yeah, process, first, so. first of all, um, Again, you know, we'll give out my website again, but I want to send you all um, a few meditations that will help with that and also a chapter of my book, The Choice for Love, because mm. it talks about, you know, how to, how to feel. But here's what I want to say. It's not that we're not feeling mm. good. Mm. If you're feeling anger and tension, you are feeling. Yes. Um, you're just feeling the surface of it. So I'm not talking about people who are numb and are saying, well, I don't care what's happening. I don't think anyone's in that space. This is, we're feeling, we just are, imagine at the surface wave, underneath anger is always fear. Underneath fear is always remorse. And under that is love, the desire for survival, for freedom. So what can help is to sit just simply to, you know, if you're feeling angry or you're pissed, you realize you're irritated at everybody or you're, 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 you can't think to, to stop, to close your eyes, just take some slow breaths in, some slow breaths out. Just put your awareness around the center of your chest and just, you know, just say, you know, what am I feeling? And you're going to probably say pissed or irritable or scared. And then just breathe into it and just ask yourself simply, you know, what's underneath this? Mm. What's underneath this? You know, what thoughts? Because fear is, or, or anger, or whatever, is, a, is an energy. It's a vibration. But it's coming, that vibration is coming from different thoughts that we're having. For instance, I'm afraid, you know, my business is going to get back on its feet after this. I'm afraid, um, you know, so-and-so who's sick actually has the virus. You know, I'm afraid I don't have the strength to get through this. So when we articulate and put words to feelings, it moves the energy out. You can do this by writing also, but it's good to start with your eyes closed because when we just have the, 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 the assault of all the energy, like, I just want to kill them, you know, that means that we're not engaging the intellect and the heart in what's happening. So if you're feeling, you know, very intense, your body is trying to tell you something. It's saying, um, it's like when there's a, you know, an alarm goes off in your house. It's saying you need to reset something. Something's happening. Not, you know, you need to go have 10 glasses of wine. That's, you know, something is in you that's off balance and it's understandable. So we don't fight it. We don't say, I don't like this feeling. We don't battle it. 
battling feelings will only make them stronger. It doesn't work. We listen. We we have compassion imagining like as if we would have it for our own child who said they were afraid. We wouldn't say, buck up. Well, inside of us, we all have a little girl, little boy, and we have to just know that part is trying to talk to us and say, I am scared. And we don't judge ourselves for it. And we don't say, this is silly that you're feeling this way. None of that is real. So for many people, learning to be with their own heart is what this time is going to be about. And, and, and it's, 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 it's an enforced process. Um, And and not move, it's, you know, it's so important to grieve. It's so important to feel and it will only open up. And the other thing that I talked about one simple technique in my book, the choice for love, which I'm just doing the cliff notes here, but how do I bring more love to this situation? How do I bring more love to this moment today? How do I bring more love to what's happening? And that question, you don't have to have the answer in your intellect. It opens you. It resources a part of you. When you say, how do I bring more love to this? What is the highest thought about what's happening to me right in this moment? Those things will access parts of you that have been wanting to come out anyway. And one more thing. And this is something I'm doing with my advanced students and I'll pass on. I've been, um, I created this thing called the sanctuary where every day I'm on with my students all over the world for a half hour and I meditate with them. And then I let them talk about everything. And it's, it's really beautiful. But one thing I just gave everyone to do and I'll pass it on. If you could imagine that there are your own, whatever you want to believe, cosmic guides, angels, whatever you could imagine exists, Jesus And you, as a soul, as a person, um, were being put in this situation Mm. to learn specific spiritual lessons as a soul. Mm. What would your curriculum be? In other words, for some Mm -hmm. people, it's, um, I was rigidly doing my business one way. Now I'm being forced to find ways to reach out to people differently. For somebody else, it could be, you know, I, I avoid intimacy with my wife and now we're stuck in the same house. It could be, you know, I haven't really listened to what's happening with my kids. And I'm talking about not one lesson, yes. lots of them. Yes. One of the most powerful things you can all do, and it's not a one-time sit down, it's a, it's a, it's a contemplation. It's to, it's to ask, it's to pray, it's to write and say, what am I supposed to be learning right now? But mm. specifically, not to let go, to trust, no, specifically. What are you supposed to be learning right now? What are you supposed to be doing? What are the signs? What are the things you've been avoiding dealing with before this happened? That now you have the opportunity, the the forced opportunity to deal with. You know, um, there's a meme, you've probably seen it um, going around that said, um, you know, doesn't it feel like God sent us all to our rooms and said, you better think about what you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just love it, you know, because that's what it feels like. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I want to say something about the feeling of we're being punished. And it's something that I yes. teach also. Um, uh, there's a story in my book, the choice for love about a, a diamond that's in the hands of a jeweler and he's scraping it and doing things and planing it in the diamond going, ouch, ouch, ouch. And 
um, stop hurting me. And there's another jewel that's beautiful and finished in the side and says, don't be so silly. Why are you yelling? He said, he's hurting me. And she said, you're, you're not being punished. You're being polished. Mm, and and this is a story I made up. And, um, and you're being polished. And I'm going to add to that. And you're not just being polished. You're being prepared. Mm. Because every diamond, every jewel, when a jeweler makes it beautiful, they're preparing it to put in a setting. Mm. So I want to offer everybody the thought, what if you're being prepared? It doesn't feel good. What if you're supposed to help, you know, and polish the places that need to and shine the places and refacet yourself, mm-hmm. preparing yourself for a new setting that you mm-hmm. can't see mm-hmm. that is just on faith, but it's going to be there. And when it happens, you will mm-hmm. be ready. You will be prepared. This mm-hmm. is just a beautiful way to think, you know, I'm being prepared for something, but I need to help. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, God fix it. I need yeah. to do the work right now. Yeah. What, you know, what's this, what's this cosmic course I'm in? Mm-hmm. And how to, if you don't know how to do the, figure out the cosmic course, write down the things you're having a hard time with. Mm. I hate this. I hate this. I don't have space. Um, I don't know how to this. Um, you know, whatever it is, things are too messy. Mm-hmm. And write down, and then you'll see, oh, maybe my cosmic course is to, you know, be more flexible. Maybe it's the, So if you're not sure, look at what's driving you crazy, and you got your curriculum right there. Mm. Yeah, you're making me think of the, the sort of caterpillar that uh, thinks it's a caterpillar and that's its life and then yeah. enters the cocoon, you know, and, and I feel as though as a collective, we are in the cocoon right now, quarantine, a cocoon quarantine. And, and I think you're so speaking to the preparation aspect. And I think of people like Mandela, you know, who had 27 yeah. years to to prepare, to refine his consciousness, to get clear on who he was and his beliefs so that he could be the, the vessel for the divine to flow through. And so uh, you really just spoke to my question of, you know, in terms of folks that might be feeling powerless in this time, like what, what can we do and how can we use this time? And I love your question, Barbara. How do I bring more love? How, we don't have to have the answer, but how do I bring more love and what is my curriculum? You know, for those that are, you know, I want to get, even granular for a second, for those that might be in many folks, if not most, who are financially stressed and they're dealing with some economic realities, yes? And how, how am I going to pay, but Barbara, how am I going to actually pay my bills next month? I mean, I can, I can think positively, Barbara, but uh, I got bills to pay and I don't know how I'm going to make my mortgage payment and it's okay for you and Coot to talk about, but you know, the, the sort of spiritual lessons, but I'm faced with a real financial lesson of paying my mortgage, my car payment, my bill, my children, feeding mouths. Speak to that person. Like, how, how do they... How do they deal with that fear that is arising, the economic, financial, survival fear? Um, and, and, and what can they do in this time while, when they may not be able to work? You know, they may not be able to earn a living, especially if they're, let's say, independent. And, and, and so what's some real world? I mean, I'm sure you've been through many moments over the last decades of of life and teaching where there were some ups and downs and how you're wondering how you dealt with sort of financial stuff and, and, and how can that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, well, first that of all, 
I want to say something, you know, unless maybe one is Oprah or a famous movie star, and I haven't spoken to Kud about this, but I just want to say, I, I feel blessed in my life that I've worked very, very hard. I grew up very poor and mm. actually 12 years ago, I had all my money and savings embezzled by a celebrity accountant along with 10 other celebrities. The person just wow. took the money. And, and so I started again with nothing. Mm. So I, and I mean nothing. And, wow. um, I, you know, just to give again, context, you know, I just, I just turned 69, if you can imagine. Wow. But, and, and up until, you know, when I was 67, I finally had enough money after, and after this is me being a big mm. best-selling author to buy a house. Mm. I was renting little houses. So I, I, I'm not equalizing myself with anyone, but I understand. And mm. I now have all kinds of worries about exactly the things you've talked about um, in the same way, because, you know, as I said, unless anyone has millions of dollars in the bank, um, you know, we all work. I work all the time. You work all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, we are all there in different ways. And yes, it is heartbreaking um, how much this is affecting and impacting everybody. And what will help the most, I think, is to mm. feel the fear, figure out what you should do, but try to keep your heart softened. The mm. reason being, when, um, it's, when we're angry about it, and you, should, you can feel it, mm. but it's much easier for people to help other people when they can feel them. Versus, and, and I've seen um, this with my own students and clients who've been panicking, who, whose business is you know, falling apart or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And when they reach out or they share with someone or they, they when, when you're in a rage, which happens when we're terrified, sometimes we can't even see solutions. We can't even think who I could call. We can't yes. even think, what if I ask this person to help me in this way? And People are, everyone's afraid. So for instance, if there's somebody you want to ask to help you with something or postpone something and you're calling screaming, you'll probably get less of a response than if you call and you're in your vulnerability and you're scared and you're in your heart and you're saying, I, you know, I, I feel horrible. I'm embarrassed. Just tell the truth. I'm embarrassed even calling. You will get a better response than if you're raging around because underneath anger is fear. So for a lot of people, it, this is a time of smashing pride, mm, mm, right? smashing mm. our self-righteousness, smashing mm. our, I don't need anybody smashing. I don't ask people for anything. You know, the, I'm telling you, the, <laughs> I, I can't think of a lesson any of us need to learn. That's not present right now. Mm. So it, it, it doesn't, I am not belittling anything. I'm going through it. I know everyone going through it, mm-hmm. but try if you're as gentle as you can with yourself, as you're compassionate mm-hmm. and as honest and authentic with people, authentic, something will happen. And mm-hmm. believe me, um, and just so you don't think I'm in the clouds, every day I let my, I feel tremendous moments of rage that at least in our country um, the government particularly one person did 
not care about everyone in this country to know that this was going to happen, that people would lose their jobs, didn't protect everybody in time because of his own, you know, selfish, narcissistic motives, because he embodies everything I've been talking about. And I, I'm, I am furious about it. And this is what's happened. And the irony is just for a second, the, the, a lot of the people who've supported this person um, are, you know, in the situations you talked about, in lower income situations, mm-hmm. you know, in blue collar situations, and they are getting smashed right now mm-hmm. because their savior didn't give a damn about them. So um, this is that this is my human side, my spiritual yeah. side. All, yeah. But that's the real. That is mm-hmm. that is the real. It I have didn't to- have to be this way. I have to ask you because well, I didn't know that you talked about you know was it tw- you said twelve years ago or I forget how many years ago that this accountant yeah. sold everything everything and now that's that's intense and I am very curious because I know people are going through that I mean to have worked so hard your entire life and built something then it's all gone. I really want to know how, how did you deal with that? Cause a lot of people would just check out of here and say, I just don't want to deal with this and give up and either commit suicide or kind of emotionally commit suicide or just give up on their dreams. You were, you, you not only came back and rebuilt and on top of that, it's not like you're just, you know, a salesperson who you, you're in the line of work of inspiring other people. So while dealing with your own, you know, heartbreak and betrayal and human feelings, now you are inspiring others. So how did you deal with that? And, and was there something <laughs> the secret to, to being able to, yeah. to sort of like not hold on resentment, anger, throw it all in, be mad at God yeah. forever and, and, and still keep making the choice for love. Like, what did you do within yourself? <laughs> I know you're so cute. You sound you sound like going. I can't even think about it. Um, well, first of all, um, you should all anyway at this time order the like. It's probably six dollars paperback at this point. Um, one of my best books. How did I get here? Mm. It's not a it's not a personal story about it. It's about how we navigate through the unexpected, and it's. I've been resourcing it constantly for myself and my students right now. Mm. Um, Because, you know, as I said before, why did this happen? You know, how could this Mm. happen to me? Getting Mm -hmm. stuck in the shaking the fist at God um, would not have helped. I was forced to take um, everything I knew. And this is something for all of you. I want you to think about, about, um, you know, impossible times, you know, impossible journeys. Um, impossible journeys force us to resource every single moment of clarity we've had, every tool, every inspirational thing we've ever read, every teacher we've had, every revelation. We're forced, they, they push against us. They force, they squeeze our wisdom out of us. See, if we're willing to let that happen. So I just want to tell all of you, you are prepared. Mm. We may not have enough toilet paper or paper towels, but you have resources in you, in your stockpile. 
maybe it's, you know, a course you took with Coot that you thought, oh, he's mm-hmm. wonderful. I love that. He's so cute. And then you put your notebook on your shelf. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's audios you have. Maybe it's free. You have resources, including in you, lessons you've learned. This is the time you are being forced to pull on them. What do you know? What do you believe? You see? Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to do at that, at that time. And so everything I've already told you, um, you know, you know, what, what, how can I, you know, how do I, what's the highest way to look at this? And the highest way to look at this was, well, um, this is an amazing lesson in relinquishment and it's an amazing lesson in humility. And it's an amazing reminder that what's really valuable in us is something nothing and no one can ever take away. That woman stole my money. Mm. But she didn't take away my talent and she Mm. didn't take away my love. And I wasn't going to let her take away my sweetness. And by the way, I had several other things that had built up to that. And I, um, I had to also be just in a totally humble place, being happy. I was still alive. I had just moved to Santa Barbara. Um, I started literally, I didn't even know anyone here. I Mm. started, um, putting out little announcements again to just do personal counseling on the phone. I hadn't done that in 25 years, you know, mm. from, you know, having big best-selling books to, you know, I had a little course that I gave in some little library. I really had to do that, which is how I started all mm. over again. Mm. And um, it was an impossible time that polished me even more, prepared me even more. And, um, I have to tell you that every dollar that I made from that point on, I valued even more. Not Mm -hmm. that I hadn't, because as I said, I grew up poor. But we all have impossible journeys that we are facing in our life. We have had them. You have had them. You know, and, you know, digging for gold in the mud means knowing that even those terrible times, you know, um, that feel horrible, you know, are cracking us open. They are, you know, calling upon us to raise us up. I have a thing I, I always say is that, um, let me just read you this because I just found it. Impossible things free us in mysterious ways. They sculpt us into exquisite new shapes just as billions of years ago. Catastrophic volcanoes and floods and earthquakes and moving glaciers carved violently the earth's majestic mountains and canyons and lakes and continents, what looks like it will crush you is raising you up. What looks like it will annihilate you is unearthing your magnificence. When the ground is shifting violently beneath your feet and there's nothing steady upon which to stand, don't panic or give in to despair. Surrender and let go. You're being taught how to fly. Mm. And, and that's what I have done over and over again. And I, it, it's not easy, but, um, you know, there, there are ways people can rise up now. Maybe it means it's going to force you and your partner together more to problem solve. Yeah. There are <laughs> gifts. There are gifts in this. They're, mm. they're covered with mud right now but they're there. It doesn't mean you should walk around going, there's gifts in it. It's a beautiful time. <laughs> it's not. It is a nightmare. It mm-hmm. is an, it is, it is, it, it, I weep that it was necessary. I, I pray that some shift happens and consciousness mm-hmm. 
mm. which which really would change it in this country very quickly. Yes, and, yes. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm sorry I was right that there was going to be disaster when, you know, everything happened a few years ago, the election. And, um, and I, I pray for all of that. So for each of us, all we can do is, you know, what is the best version of you that can rise up now? And where, what are the small things, the pettinesses, the, the blames, you know, the judgments of people, the scores you haven't settled you know, the, the, you know, like the pride, all those things. Now there's no room for them. We can't mm. move through the new doorway to a different time. The doorway is too small to bring those things. There's things you need to let go of, figure all that out, pray on it, contemplate it, ask for messages, ask for signs. Maybe just this podcast from wonderful coot is a sign. Maybe mm. what you're hearing is a sign and just ask to be ushered through Mm. with consciousness and with grace and to be shown humbly what you need to see. And it may think, you may think how does seeing what I need to let go of or who I need to forgive have anything to do with paying my rent. Mm. It does. Hmm. Somehow it does. There's, there's a, the, the mysterious force in the universe that's allowing us to breathe that makes it all happen that allows your brain to even know that you're you and you're listening to me, that force, everything is connected. Everything does have intelligence underneath it. Even things we think are horrible. So just believe in that, that cosmic intelligence and invite it into you and be a humble student of this time mm. and have compassion for yourself and share your tears with someone and share your love mm, and love hopefully that. it will heal the world i love that folks you heard it barbara DeAngelis asking some powerful questions on soul talk today what are your gifts how can i love how can i love through this uh who do i need to forgive who do i need to be what do i need to let go of we are in a time of i would say global evolutionary awakening uh for sure the universe has you know, I was sharing if it was a video game, you know, the universe has taken us from a level one, two to a level 10 right. overnight, right. you know, and we are faced. But I really believe that it is also, uh, as you're saying, a, a sort of spiritual gymnasium where we are called to lift weights we have never left so we can develop the, the salt force to prepare ourselves. And so, you know, I, I'm actually, you know, Barbara, very curious uh, what's, what's also helping me is, is learning to cultivate a curiosity because it's like watching a movie that, you know, maybe before we had the entire movie scripted out, but now it's like, it's like a thriller. Mm. It's a thriller and a drama and a comedy and a role. Yes. All, all rolled <laughs> exactly. in. Before exactly. it was just one kind of movie. Now it's, it's all sorts of movie and it's a horror movie. Absolutely. And, it's everything. and so yes, uh, it I'm absolutely really, is learning to cultivate uh, curiosity uh, and, and, and that curiosity of just, I don't know, what, what, what could happen? I, I have no idea instead of projecting forward. And so I think humility, you hit the nail on the head. I think we're all being uh, taught and humbled at this time. And I think through that time, I think uh, I really feel somehow uh, through the humility that you're talking about, Barbara, you know, the divine is, is, is calling us to it to him, to her, uh, to ourselves, I agree. E even more, even more.
Um, I wrap totally up, uh, can you like give us some daily, uh, what's some of the most important daily practices that, I mean, you, you gave us uh, some great questions. Uh, there are there any like really important daily practices you would say that it's super important to be doing right now as, as we walk through these times? And then I'm going to wrap up with, with a final question. Yes. Um, and I, I have a, um, I have a meditation of one of them that I'd love to send everybody also. Um, I'm just trying to give out everything that I have. Um, one of the simplest things I wrote about this in my book, Real Moments, is, is, is the right now contemplation and practice. So, I love it. For instance, you know, right, just it, 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 it's not intellectual. It's an experience. So you could maybe you're outside in a backyard or, you know, sitting with your dog. And so you just, you know, you just say right now and you doing it out loud is great. You know, right now I'm breathing. Mm. Right now my eyes are looking outside at the tree. Mm. Right now I can smell, you know, a flower. Right now I'm seeing my dog's fur rise and fall as he breathes. See, it's, it's what's happening right now, whatever it is. It's not injecting anything. It's not right now I'm letting go to God. No, it's being. Right now I'm taking one step. Right now I notice some grass. You know, right now I smell somebody cooking toast, you know. And it pulls you into the moment because the truth is this is the only moment we have in each moment and in each moment and in each moment and in this moment. Only can we transform our love. We can't do it in the next moment. We're not there yet. And, you know, if anything's happened, everybody, you know, billions of people have been forced into being in present time. I mean, it's bizarre, but that's what's true. So the right now meditation, you can do it. And I do it all day long, all the time. Not just, you know, I may walk outside and I always walk out and I greet the sun every day. And I, you know, just feel it in my face and I pray and then I say, you know, right now, I'm alive. Right now, the sun mm. exists. You know, the warmth mm. is coming in. And what it does is it allows, it recalibrates your brain and your heart in that moment. And right now, I'm here with my beloved Coot. Mm. And right now, I'm feeling so grateful for the beautiful dance of our conversation. And right now, I'm feeling all of you. And sending you all love wherever you are, an embrace of compassion. And right now, I feel so blessed that I get to do this work and serve mm. spirit in this way. Mm. Amen. Right now, I'm deeply feeling deeply grateful for your sharing, Barbara, and just showing up and loving fully and inspiring us all today. Just always thank you. Uh, mm consider you my big soul sister. So it's, it's great to have you uh, with us through this time and just sharing your love with the world. You know, two things. What, what's, what's the best way people can find out about your work? And you mentioned several resources and meditations and yeah. things that people can get for free. That's the first thing. And I know, secondly, you, you have uh, kind of like an online uh, inspirational event that you're doing at the end of April that I would love and definitely encourage people as a resource to 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 check out and 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 explore so share those mm, with us thank you well i um you can go to barbaradeangelis.com that's my website there's like a sign up <clears> thing <throat> if you sign up um i will send you i'll i'll see who's signing up 
you know, post this podcast and we'll send you a whole bunch of stuff, some meditations, some free chapters of books, um, et cetera, et cetera, always sending out free things. So that's one way I'll be able to see and send you some things. I would love to do that. Um, whenever this is airing, I'm really excited about being, um, doing um, a fantastic online course I scheduled months ago, but didn't realize I would, the only thing I'd be doing is online courses and it's called uh, practical spirituality, which is a lot of what I've been talking about. Um, it's put on through the art of living foundation. It's um, at the end of April. Um, it's just one day. It's really, really going to be fantastic and essential. Um, and um, if you go to my Facebook page, which is Dr. Barbara DeAngelis, you'll see um, some ads for it. And again, if you just go to, um, sign up for BarbaraDeAngelis.com. Barbara I'll be sending out an announcement, another one about it right away. And I'm always, you know, sending people inspirational things. So that's the simplest way to awesome. find out everything. And also, really, if you're home, if you want some support, um, get my book, Soul Shifts. Get The Choice mm -hmm. for Love. Get How Did I Get Here? They're all really inexpensive right now. Um, and there's so much in them. There's meditations, there's everything. Um, they're, you know, probably $8 or something. And they will help you so much if you've liked anything I've said or the way I said it. Um, it would be an honor to have you receive those and support yourself on this mysterious and hopefully illuminating journey <laughs> that we are in at this time. Indeed. Folks, you heard it from Barbara DeAngelis. Definitely uh, check out her website, uh, BarbaraDeAngelis.com. We will put her website and all the links that she's mentioned so you can, you know, uh, make yourself, uh, be, you can really just take advantage of her generosity and just allow your soul to be available to the wisdom and resource that her being is at this time. I thoroughly encourage it, probablyangelist.com, and we'll also place the, the link for uh, her course, Practical Spirituality, at the end of April. Folks, this is a, a unique time, an intense time, but I believe that if you are listening to this, you are alive at this unique time for a reason. It is no accident. We are born at this time with a divine destiny to awaken, and the universe is uh, loving us in this moment in this very second, uh, inviting us to come home and awaken. So folks, let's do this together. I told you this was gonna be an amazing uh, interview. Please do me a favor, share this interview with Barbara DeAngelis on your Facebook pages, Instagram, Twitter, share it with your friends and family. Um, also, make sure you download and subscribe to Soul Talk. Send me an email, Coop Blackson at coopblackson.com. I would love to know your key takeaways from today's episode. Let me know how some of the questions that Barbara has been asking, what are your gifts? How can I love? Who do I need to forgive? What do I need to let go of? Who do I need to become? How, just let me know how some of those questions as you're reflecting on them and marinating on them during this time, uh, how that's stirring in you. I would love to hear from you. Uh, Barbara, I love you so much. Sending you big, big hugs. I can't wait to connect again soon. Folks, mm. yes. Folks, big hugs. I will connect with you in the next episode of Soul Talk. Love now, everybody. 
If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.coopblackson.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.